0: Can't win. He got check the champ.
1: It's going to get desperate, but a champion becomes a legend. From, from, from the card, leaving the ball. Gay holes months ago. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. Put out the bush it's 15 lands now. She'll have
0: to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me peak, he threaded the
1: eye of the needle. Can he
0: stay? Ha! Headstatal, closing time. This could be set up for something special. Cassidy has to pull the whip. He's coming up.
1: Welcome to the Racing and Sports in the Office preview podcast. We've got the X Factor on the line. Blanks is away this week. He had his sister's wedding on Tuesday. By all reports, he was best on ground, as expected. Little sore on Wednesday. But the beauty, I guess, of Adam not being here, Nathan, we might actually get a word in.
0: Yeah, this is true and we don't have to put up with the sarcasm and uh, the the rest of it that goes along with the whole kit and caboodle there. So no, I'm looking forward to this segment this week.
1: Now, first off, big move to take it to Eagle Farm, I think, to be so proactive about it's great. But explain to me how they wouldn't be able to race at Doomben, and we're probably going to get a soft track at Eagle Farm on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it's just extraordinary the way it works out. I guess the closest you've got down there is Newcastle is a, is a beast when it comes to how much water it can soak up. Um, this is what this track was designed for. It's been maligned for, for a long, long time, but it was designed to drain quickly and, and that's what it does. So right now at Doomben, I think the penetrometer is in the mid seven, seven point something, which is almost to where it was in February when, when we flooded. Um, here at Eagle Farm it's high fives and you know I'm not sure what rating they'll put up but let's say soft five soft five would be ideal for us but it wouldn't surprise me if jockeys come back on Saturday and so oh, it's, it's a good four it's just uh, you can get an inch on it and just go straight through it and um, for this week that's that's great news for us that we can hold this meeting you're a bigger chance of the the truck the 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 cars getting bogged on the inner track than there is the the, the surface not being right for racing um but you know you often you'll hear the commentary around the firmness of eagle farm and that's been an issue with trainers for some time and that's what the brisbane racing club is working through just trying to get more cushion into this surface and and it, it believes that will happen over time um but for the purpose of this weekend, it's um, great to have this track at our disposal and, um, you know, it won't be a racing surface. that stops a meeting going ahead on Saturday, put it that way.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. I think soft track for me is probably the middle ground. That sort of gives every horse their chance.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's, it's a different type of track at Eagle Farm. I think you guys have, have noted that. You know, you've, But I feel as though since it's come back this year, there, there's been less – it's, it's a visually better looking surface now um, the racing is looking better the horses are running a bit of time whereas previously it was just a slug fest uh, so and we've seen the Sydney horses come here and they just go well so the, the better horses handle it and you know you'll get and they all get their chance on the, on the big track here so um, get to run a Doombin 10,000 which is going to have a lot more depth in it than what it would have. Horses like Rothfire Isotope just wouldn't have been there on a heavy 10 at Doombin. Uh, they're prepared to throw the, a roll of the dice at Eagle Farm and it's a, it's a better race for it. And then It's a moot point in terms of you know those who are whinging that they wanted a heavy track because you just wouldn't be racing across the road. That's as simple as that. It's just, um, it'd be waterlogged and you know, we now have to look at the forecast for next week and and hope, that it, hope the forecast for next week clears up so that we can have the Doomben Cup
1: because uh, we won't be able to do this next week, have another meeting at Eagle Farm. Right, we'll be on, hopefully, the weather watch will be kinder next week. We'll kick off with the three-year-old plate race for Start Tontes has come up favourite, firming in from our opening quote, which looked, I'm not going to say luxurious, but the opening quote did look too big and now it's sort of trimmed up to, I guess, what you would expect.
0: What was the opening quote you were
1: looking at? I saw $7, which I think was a mistake. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's a mistake. That would have been enough to get me, uh, trigger happy for sure. I did it and I
0: thought, you know, maybe we'll get $4 here. And then I looked at $3, 280 thereabouts. And I must confess, I'm lukewarm on it now. It doesn't look pretty on the map for her, which I guess it's never going to, is it? But I just don't see, you've got, this Kiwi El Vencedor and RNT will take it up. I think Release the Beans gets an absolute gun run and she'll be out the back once once again. So I'm going to sit on the fence here. I'm not sure where you're leaning with that, but certainly $7 would have been a chips in play. But at $3 thereabouts, I'm prepared to let her go around.
1: Yeah, I think it was a classic too. I saw it. I that's, that's too big, but... Busy at work, <laughs> didn't pay enough attention, and then I think they re- It was honest. It was definitely a mistake because then they reopened the market yep. She was four twenty into two sixty right. at the moment. I think taking two to one about any back mark or short of two to one about any back mark is always a bit. You just don't feel yeah. that good inside. That's
0: um, right. I mean, you, because you just know it's going to look ugly in the run at some stage, isn't it? Um, I've ended up tipping Release the Beans on top just based on the fact that he gets what I see as the best run in the race. Um, but I've had to rank them in order of horses, I think, of ability in the race. He'd probably rank about fourth or fifth. So for that reason, I just can't get excited about the race. What do you do with, with Blank's horse uh, ingratiating?
1: Yeah, he's not. A, that's where I guess Blank's are not. We look at the same numbers every week, but that's definitely where we differ in terms of <laughs> how we bet. He loves a horse like Ingratiating because he's got form. Well, I'm looking at it. His time, his tab figure. So that's looking at their best time form ratings for the last twelve months. Ingratiating mm. that number jumps off the page. But the problem is, yes. there's been a lot of bad runs around that one number. But, mm. but you get double figures to find out, and yeah, they can cash- a different
0: world to 1400,
1: isn't it? To to
0: what he's been racing. So it's totally unknown beyond the 1200 meters.
1: Yeah, there's a few there, and you get in the back of your mind that you know he's good enough and Blanks mm. still manages to feed the family. So I'm assuming that it works. But <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's not, they're not the bets I like to have. No. I was disappointed.
0: A Minsk moment I liked a couple of weeks back and was able to get the prize. And I saw it in the last against those older horses and I thought, oh, this is beautiful. I know. And, um, did, did the race, did the race. And right, let's see what price it is. And it was already scratched by the time I got to it. So I was most disappointed that they run here from the twelve gate because I, yeah, you know, I thought there was a win of a, the style of win of a horse that could keep going on through the carnival, but it just looks a bit ugly
1: here, doesn't it? Yeah, barrier twelve going to go right back. That's one thing you can predict with the Chris Wallace stable. So yeah, similar to Star Tontade, it's one of those things. She's two sixty, but she's likely to be a, a bigger price in run, which always hundred percent, yeah, yeah. So I just can't really take that early price about it, but it should be a good race Do you th- do you suspect it's going this form is going to do anything heading towards the Stradbroke well i've been spruiking her for some time but i thought
0: a pass mark in the victory you couldn't say she was any better than jamea i wouldn't have thought in that race um, i don't have jamea as a, a stradbroke hope so i probably just cooled on her a little following that particular race i thought she might have been a touch better than that so maybe i'm being harsh and she puts these away and goes into the market but i think where she is in the straight broke market now is you know i don't see a whole lot of value in it
1: yeah it's a yeah i didn't couldn't really find a way into that the mm. spirit of boom classic can you shed any light on this race
0: oh really it's just well i First of all, I think this is a weaker race than what the Ken Russell was last week. I was surprised how strong that Ken Russell came up. Natuno got the prize. He wasn't comfortable in the ground. Um, but that's it for him for the carnival now. He's he's off for a break, and you'll see him home to the Golden Rose and the Coolmore Stud Stakes in the spring. I don't think, you know, Capitol Tower is a horse Tony Gollum's got a lot of te- uh, time for, but. You know, what he's done to my way of thinking is nothing compared to what Natuna. Natuna just had that X factor, the big margins. Capital Tower's got the job done against the opposition he's been confronted with. Uh, similarly, Exo Lady out to 1200 metres now, that's a that's a little question for me. I thought she was really good and brave first up. But, you know, I think she's some risk at the trip. So if I'm not thinking Capital Tower's a star and I'm thinking Exo Lady's a risk at the trip, I just look at this and it's just a mass of numbers. One I wanted to come up with is sandpaper. I feel there was enough there in that debut prep to sort of say, yeah, you're a promising fellow. The trial looked all right to me. And I guess you've got the right jock to help overcome what is a terrible draw. So forced into a bed, I'd be with sandpaper around the $8. But I really think this
1: looks a just a lottery wheel. Yep, no, have to agree. I've got nothing more to add on that race. Oh, very good. You're a very hospitable host, aren't you? Unlike <laughs> unlike the other bloke. Well, the one that interests me, Sydney wise political debate. I don't think it was comfortable on the heavy tracks. It's an emergency, yes. so it still hasn't got a run. But mm. I thought it showed enough of the trials to suggest it's got something and looks better yes. suited here. But. Yeah, we'll wait and see if it gets a run.
0: Well, that's the thing about that race. You've got two there, the 18 and the 19, both around $9, 10 in the market, which will sort of shake things up a lot if they happen to get into the field.
1: Yeah, definitely. So we'll be on, although given we're going to be racing on a soft track, you'd be surprised if there were scratchings.
0: That's it. I would think that they've accepted and you know, they may well, may well want to scratch because of a wide barrier, but they, they don't get too many cracks at a Group 2 1,200 metre race.
1: Exactly The Magic Millions Bright Shadow Juan Diva's come up Favourite A good win First up at Caulfield Inside draw again Mm. is an interesting one Certainly good enough Just didn't handle The heavy track last start Or got too far back
0: Yeah she got into A really yuck spot there Um, I'm with her I think she's the value In this race Um, Very forgivable Behind centre five The previous run Here at Eagle Farm Rates highly um again, at the Gold Coast, she didn't have any luck from a draw. I think she gets into a nice spot behind what looks a hot speed here. you um, have well, got plenty of them going forward in this race. It would be absolutely genuine if I just get to that that speed map on the racing and sports site where I've what done a it website. Unbelievable website. So I've, you've got Iconic Star, Kyle East, Babylon, Berlin, Enterprise, POM, all going forward, three of those from wide gates. You've got Juan Diva, Winside and Fire drawn one, two, three um, that will want to hold a position from, from those as well. So you get a genuine speed here. I think those back in the field get their chance. So Juan Diva, yes, the win was good. It was only you know just a race there at Crawford. We saw her here uh, back in December. She was fourth to Miami Fleiss. Um, She seemed to have her chance that day, so she may well have improved, but I would suggest this race is no easier than the Miami Flys and probably more depth. So, Sakana hasn't won for, I think, 51 weeks, but she's going well, and I think this race sets up nicely for her. The other one I want on side here is East Asia. She was a stakes winner last prep at this track. It was an extraordinary performance to come from where she did that day. She was still being held up um, at a time where you really need to be getting momentum on this track and she arrived in time then she wasn't far away in that same race that I spoke of a Juan Diva without having any luck at all. She's tried like an absolute bomb this time around East Asia. Uh, so she's around the $10 mark, as is Kisikano, I'm backing both. What are you doing?
1: I, am, I would have to agree in terms of Kisikano. Interesting to see what they do with Juan Diva. She's in for Scone as well. There's a few dual acceptors this weekend. But yeah, mm. I think numbers wise, Kisikano does look to be a good each way bet. I always laugh when I see written beauty engaged. <laughs> it's still, you I reckon, laugh
0: or, I think I remember trying to talk you off a cliff some time ago, wanting to back her. Is it's true. You?
1: It's me. The, <laughs> I reckon she holds the most bizarre SP ever. When she started, they backed it in a two to one to beat nature's trip Eduardo after she beat space boy first up. And it's still still one of the most bizarre SPs ever. And she just obviously hasn't gone on with it. I think she'll be better.
0: Maybe that broke her that day. She's just, because she she was a talented enough filly up to then and hasn't won since.
1: No, and she was backed as if she was going to be 122, 123 filly. And um, Mm. yeah, no, she's not that.
0: No, no. So uh, the first up run gone okay, but that was a run-on race, so she was entitled to, to run on. The winners run on a whole lot better than what she did. Um, you can have her to yourself. The, the Kiwi battle on Berlin, she brings some nice form lines. It would be nicer if sort of stayed had found an extra inch last oh. Saturday for, for all of us. That was good <laughs> was going, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but she certainly pays the penalty for the, the, that form, doesn't she, with the 59. Yeah, they haven't missed her.
1: I'd have to... Mm. For us ratings wise, using the weight adjusted ratings, it's hard to market that short. Yes. Yes. I guess we can move to the rough habit. Yes. Yeah. i think hoping you can shed, shed some light on this. Well, this is interesting because we potted character last out because, well, I did. I thought yes. it was a prep. No, run. no.
0: You went on your own there. Yeah. I think we all did.
1: And now it's sort of in the back of my mind, though, you echoing in my head, he doesn't probably stay.
0: No. And. We had Vin Cox on the radio after that week. He said, no, we'll pull up stumps now and do the same thing as what they did with Private Eye last year and Colding uh, a couple of years before that, aim up at the Epsom. But they've obviously had a change of heart. Uh, originally staying on this race was a 2,000-metre race at Doomban. I reckon there's a world of difference between 2,000 at Doombin and 2143 at Eagle Farm. It has to go to this distance because you either go back to 1800, which is just no good from a Derby perspective in two weeks' time, and there's no 2000 metre start at Eagle Farm with the rail out seven metres. That's where you get your 43 metres. So it's a big, big different ball game from what it would have been 2000 metres around Doomben, where that nice little turn of foot that he's got may well have put the race away. Here um, you get found out. I think if you, if you
1: can't stay. Mm. so i think he's a sh- shaky favorite
0: mm I, i'm just not sure if i'm in love with that guineas form Dark destroyer obviously improved nicely uh, and these sectionals came up looking pretty sweet um, he failed before that and then you know th- that pair had to drag some of those others up like like ashgrove who is promising but i'm looking at it um, uh, from a different angle and that's a pack of plate angle i thought she was you know, she looked good there and Uh, heavy track I know but clearly the stable have got this ex-Kiwi filly going pretty well
1: yeah I'm again singing from the same hymn sheet with Verona the big SP is the little niggle 20 to 1 but the time came out strong and Mm -hmm. you just love to back this stable in staying races and they've got Pike from a middle draw so if we're if we're iffy on that guineas form I have to agree she does look to be the bet in the race
0: yeah, I mean, a straight Aaron had come here, I would imagine would be starting short in a race like this. So oh, that's yeah, good definitely. to be on the same page there. What do you do with uh, Pinarello out of um, out of New Zealand, the, the, the better races over there? The, the, I know that Big A Smith has got this horse staying with him here in Brisbane, and he, he's been raving about him for a couple of weeks, saying what a nice style of horse he is and that he'll measure up to our derby here.
1: Yeah, I think he's an interesting horse in the sense when you back Kiwi's first run off the plane is generally your best play. So Mm -hmm. I think if he's going to win, it would be on the weekend. From a ratings perspective, not a lot in that New Zealand form. His wins. The one time I saw him obviously behind Asterisk, he was safely held. So I think ratings-wise, he probably comes up short in that sense. But lightly Mm -hmm. raced, right profile. And, you know, as mentioned, they... do tend to run their best off a plane. And if the two, yep. if Dark Destroyer and Character are a query at the trip suddenly, then it, I think it is probably a two-horse race between Verona yep. and Pinarello and we're hoping the filly comes out on top.
0: Okay, we're on the same same page there. I'm not sure if we're going to get different as we go along here.
1: Yeah, I well, it's, it's as if we're using the same database. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, as you know, databases can be interpreted in many, many
1: different ways. They can. Adam and I seem to argue every week, so that's always good fun. <laughs> the 10,000, very interesting favourite, Mazu. Mm. He's yes. built all his form on Sydney's big wet, and now, yes. I mean, they would have been very happy if it stayed at Doombin, but yes, I still think he's a good horse, and I don't think it really matters, but how do you read it?
0: Yeah, so I went looking last night and I, think, okay, and I went back to that last run last spring where he's run what 192 at Randwick. And the horse he beat there has then come out and raced really, really well in the Coolmore um, subsequently. And I think then look at it and think, well, he's probably a much better horse now than what he was then. So while he's handled this wet ground, I don't think he can pot him on top of the ground based on that performance there. And then I look at the map here and I just think it looks to set up just absolutely perfectly for him um, where he's going to be settling in the run. He's um, just ready to pounce behind what will be a good speed. I see that there's a notice going out that Zeus Dahl's now under an injury cloud. He's found to be lame, so there's going to be another vet inspection. Um, so that will take some pressure out, but Rothfire has to go on with it from the seven. Um, Most of those inside want to get back, so he just posts across to be one off the fence, maybe outside Paul Ellie, and then he can help, help make horses like Isotope and Generation Work to get around him. It just looks to be just perfect for him, doesn't it?
1: I think the chink is the wet track, to a you know firmer track, but mm-hmm. his his best figures this time in were first up on a soft six, and yeah. I'd be surprised. He's, he's by Maurice, who you know I don't think he throws wet trackers. I had a look at, I mean he looks like he's just going to be a great sire. His yeah. winners to runners is as good, you know. Obviously, most horses is always better on fast and good tracks, but there's nothing there to suggest he's a wet track sire.
0: No, I mean Hitotsu probably won the Derby despite the wet track, didn't he? Um... Yeah, look, and, and this this Everest thing this week, that's interesting. I know there's you know, anything you can go overboard with that, but the fact that they've locked him in, uh, a pretty astute judge at that um, from a really shrewd camp, the, the expectation is obviously that this horse has got a lot of upside.
1: You don't want to draw comparisons with Red Zell, but it's very easy. Same connections, same trainer. The interesting thing with Marzu, he's actually rated higher than Redzel at the same point in their careers. So everyone gets caught up with looking at what was Redzel the finished product or, you know, the end of yeah, his body of work. But yeah. Marzu's already ahead of Redzel. So mm. if, if you had the two in a paddock at the same point, he's the better horse. And
0: mm. Redzel was a four-year-old too when he won this race. He wasn't a three-year-old. Mm. So he'd had a bit of racing. The three-year-olds have flopped in this race in recent times. Epilette won in 2013. There hasn't been one since. There's nine had a crack at it. Russian Revolution went under as favourite and went pretty average. It was fourth. And then Wild Ruler last year was second favourite and um, disappointed as well. Is he a better prospect than those or is it a trap falling into these three-year-olds at this time of year?
1: Well, it's interesting because I had a look. So three in the last 20 years and they've won bang on their participation rate which is unusual right. because you would expect three-year generally three-year-olds have a better record than their participation rate in nearly all races yes. at weight for age. So it almost yeah. is a negative that they haven't won more than their share.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He The three three-year-olds to win it, Sea uh, Siren, you touched on Epaulette, Peter Snowden, the last trainer, to saddle up a three-year-old and win it. So there's,
0: mm-hmm. there's
1: an interesting point. And Bella Spree was the other one. They all rated above 120 to win the 10,000. So he's rated 122. Yep. So he's already good enough. I think that's the right. main thing. He doesn't have to make a jump. Okay. I think it's yeah, a two-horse no, race. Okay. Who's the second horse? You know. My horse. Special K. Oh, Special K. <laughs> Who, who's your horse?
0: <laughs> oh, Palelli. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. I've tumbled into him a number of times this time around, and, and I can still be have my arm sort of twisted to say, oh, back on top of the ground, he might be a better chance here. But... Special K took me through that. I, I thought, yes, doom, Ben, I can, I can see it, but you give him a chance even on, on the firmer footing here at Eagle Farm.
1: I'd imagine it's going to be soft five, so that's that's perfect for Special K. He loves that. And mm-hmm. I know Counter Ruby was better on top of the ground last start, but he went past him like he was nailed and he ran through a fence and still had him soft on the line. <laughs> that's right. And that's he, right. And it's a three kilo swing on that run as well. His latest trial yeah. at Hawkesbury, James's arms nearly fell off. He was holding him that tight. And okay. Nash, Barrier three, he's gonna get every chance. I think from a ratings perspective, they're the only two. Like so he's one nineteen yep. off that. Marzu's one twenty two. And the next in line would be Counter Repee rated one thirteen. Oh, on Trevier's interesting first up. Barrier, barrier f- cruels at foot, Yeah, it? barrier fifteen, I'd put the pen through. Her. Similar, what do you make of Isotope? I think she's very good. The barrier is ugly,
0: so do they concede go back and try and run them down or do they roll forward and hope to get in? Uh, it's, it's a really tough one for her. I, I think she's right there. I don't think she's too far off. You know I think you've got her at 117 weight adjusted versus 119 special K. so I don't think she's too far away from them. Um, and I'm not sure we've sort of seen the best of her. and that, that magic millions run in January where you and I doubted her, but uh, Adam said, no, no, you're on the wrong tram, that she won that first up. And away game's a good reference. I know she doesn't win group ones away game, but she races well in group ones, and as she did again last Saturday. And Isotope just absolutely put her
1: to the sword. So I, I do think she's she's good enough, but she needs a good ride from Ryan Maloney. So it's sort of a race with two and a half chances, Pallelli and... <laughs> Isotope the other <laughs> two? Would they be your top four?
0: Well, I, I didn't have special care. I've got to be honest. Um, oh, I, 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 was, I was, yeah, yeah. Um, but given the strong case you've just made, I need to go back and, and reconsider that. Uh, we just put the pantry rothfire all together now. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty average. He gets a nicer run here, but I thought that but he get a nice run last time. So. Um yeah, look y you've twisted me to say Kevinari is somehow, but I just think Eagle Farms not gonna be his go as much as the heavy tenant Doombin would have been, so uh, do you can you buy into the Paul Ellie argument or you just think that he's not quite not there?
1: I certainly think he's a chance. I think the one issue for me with Paul Ellie is his main body of work is 115, 116, and he's yeah. done that countless times now. And yeah. remember Adam and I looked at this, the good horses, if you go back through the majority of our sprinters sort of last 20 mm-hmm. years, we're talking the group one ones, so, you know, the top yep. of the tree. Yeah, I'd say 80% have reached their peak by start 13. Okay. So, we've generally seen yep. the best of them. There are obviously anomalies in there, mm-hmm. but... Paleli having had 14 starts, and we've seen him so many times run 115, 116, I'm just not sure he's any better than that. Yep. And if Mazu runs, you know, 122, and I think he will be better on top of the ground. I'm not buying into he's a wet tracker. So that was my yep. niggle. I'm just not sure 116 will be good enough to win it. I think he'll run well, but that would be my little chink with him.
0: Okay, well, let's just get stuck into Marzoo then, Hank, eh? that the, uh, the 280 the versus probably would have been $2.20 had we been across the road. So take advantage of that inflation, given that you think he's going to be better on top of the ground.
1: Yeah, I think so. It'd be Which horses aren't better on top of the ground, really? You know, no horse runs faster on a wet track than they do on a dry track. That's not true. I think the thing is, obviously, it's slowed down his opposition, but there's an engine there and there's serious talent. So I, I don't think the dry track is a negative. But we'll find very out. Very good. We will find out. Off oh, air, you told me you've got a good thing in the last. Yeah, well, it'll be the Sam
0: Clippett and all up yeah. because this this just will be winning acquitted $9 or so, isn't it? Yeah, looks like uh, very big. There's a run there over in uh, the UK which jumped off the page and pricked my attention for a Benchmark 85 uh, back in June of 2020 behind Palace Pier. Um, Obviously he didn't go on with it But he was hardly disgraced I thought the trials were good Leading into Randwick And then I thought Just travelled really well in the race Looked the winner And then whether he got a bump Or just took a bad stride of the 200 He just sort of lost his rhythm there He's battled on okay in the end Um, Better surface here He'll just sit off these And I just think that level of form Will be good enough to win a benchmark 85 And see Sam Clipperton go in with a double Yep. Yes or
1: no? No, I agree. I think the run, he looked like he was just going to win it. And then yes. the last 200, he should be better at 14 looking at his profile from the UK. Yeah. Barrier 11's mm. fine. You could mark him favourite for sure.
0: And on your numbers, he's already got an edge on, on the others of what they've done previously based on that run and we're looking at potential
1: upside for it. Mm. Might have to go back and have a look at that rating. It does jump right off the page. also jumps off the page at Scone on Saturday as well. So. Whether we've got oh, that race in there, is he? Mm, we might have that race too high. I might knock it down before Blanks gets back. But <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping he is in in Brisbane because if he is, he's cracking bet in the last. The other one, yes. Who I could certainly back is Flexible. First up, yes. Yep. I thought yep. they, they looked to be the two.
0: Obviously, being trained differently now, Flexible to be a bit more speed rather than going first up 1600 meters and trying the the staying caper.
1: Yep. And yep. just love finding a dolphin this time of year. You were keen, yep. Paladas' first up.
0: Yeah, he was. He had no hope. He was stuck three wide. They're, they're the only three possibles in the race. And, and on current prices, if you are locking current prices with a Box Cornelli, you, you're looking at fifteen dollars dividend. But I suspect the uh, market will get carved up significantly before we get the opportunity to do that. Uh, he gets a much nicer run this time, Paladas, But you know, he he disappoints more often than, than not. So, uh, we'll go. Oh, I'm not going to waver here. I'm not going to waver. I think it's the right horse acquitted. Yep. You've you just got me worried now. That you see he's going to Scone.
1: Oh, there's chill acceptors everywhere. It's so, so annoying. Yeah. But I'm hoping. Well, the annoying thing is, is we've had two morals scratched if a quitter doesn't run. Because Mink's moment was going to win. <laughs> That's right. And then a, a <laughs> quitter right. was going to win. And they were both good prices.
0: Yes. Yes. That would
1: be disappointing.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's see how we go. All
1: right. And the good thing?
0: I thought the last. I think he in the last. That's that's where I'm going. If I nominate another one, I'll find another one from your neck of the woods. What do we think of Dimmel in race two? Just totally unsuited last week in that uh, sit and sprint. Draws better this time. He's drawn to sit closer for Jamie Carr. They'll run along at an even enough tempo here with Tavis Town. I think he's a right horse for that race.
1: Yep. Oh, how did J4 get away with that last week? That was he's absolutely walked in front on Rustic Steel. They say they put up half a million dollars, there'll be pressure. There was no pressure in that race, and yet he just had no chance. The start before that got in the bumping jewel, went off the map, but his win at Warwick Farm prior to that, that's the one that jumps off the page for us. So, yeah, agree. If he gets back to that form, and I think dry track probably better, and, yeah, Jamie Carr.
0: I tell you I'm what, Nate, if,
1: um, if you have a bad day on Saturday, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> so because...
0: are you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're tied at the hip Saturday, so hopefully it's a winning one.
0: Very good. Oh, I right. hope it counts for something. Yeah.
1: Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. All the best. Cheers.